Hey, good people. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Back in the Day Podcast, where we look at your favorite 90s black sitcoms. I'm Tanya. And I'm Cheryl. And we are two besties from Chicago who love all things 90s black sitcoms. So come with us on this journey as we break down everything in each episode about racial disparities, domestic abuse, drugs, equality, diversity, and so, so much more. We'll also share how we think some of these topics are still very prevalent today, don't you think so? Oh, they are still relevant because all of these shows hit on all of these really important topics. Absolutely. And some things have changed since the 90s, but sadly, a lot of things have remained the same. Sadly. (laughs) But now we also plan to add a little humor and a whole lot of fun to the podcast. We're going to talk issues. We're going to keep it real. We're going to make fun of 90s fashion. Oh my God, the fashion. There's so much to make fun of. The hair, the shoes, the clothes. The handbag. The colors. The colors. Um, The food that we ate, the flirtations, and how things were a little bit different there. Absolutely. And we're going to share our thoughts on our favorite episodes. Of course. And Cheryl, you know, did you know that every show has a dynamic duo? Like Laverne and Shirley? Laverne and Shirley is cool, but I was thinking more like Cheryl and Tanya. Yeah, we are a dynamic duo. We definitely are. Even if no one else thinks so but us, but we are. (laughs) Our moms probably think we are. so. They could testify to that. But clearly, our favorite dynamic duo in all of these black 90s sitcoms is a different world, Dwayne and Whitley. And who are we talking about today? Dwayne and Whitley. Our favorite dynamic duo. Oh, correction. Whitley and Dwayne. It should probably be it Whitley be and Dwayne. Whitley first at all times. Always, yes. <laughs> Today's episode is A Different World, Season 4, Episode 13, Excommunication. This episode originally aired January 31st, 1991. It was directed by the queen herself, Debbie Allen. Dynamic, awesome Debbie. I love her. I love her. She's the best. Season three, Willie and Dwayne are uh, dating each other, and it's exactly where everyone wanted them to be. They had to be together. They had to be together. It was inevitable. Willie and Jaleesa share an apartment. Now, how do you feel about that arrangement? Well, it's weird because they went on and off with their relationship of when they got along, when they didn't get along. They did. So, but I almost feel like Jaleesa's character in this season is like less important because she's graduated. And even in this episode, I know she's like the subplot, but they're, it almost feels like they're trying to keep her hanging on a little bit. Yeah. Find a spot for her, which I really don't like because I love Jaleesa as a character. Well, I think at the, at the moment, you know, the first few seasons she was trying to, she was like the one that everyone would come to for advice and she would try to get everyone kind of together because she was the older student. But now everyone's maturing, hopefully, or somewhat. (laughs) And she doesn't really need to have that role anymore, so she's more of the friend. Yeah, her character arc really goes goes on a journey. It's it definitely quite the journey. does. I still love her. So in this episode, we have a, a guest star. Dominic Hoffman is seen as Julian Day. Julian yes. was Whitley's boyfriend in season three. And they broke up when Julian brought her to the restaurant. She was supposed to be graduating. (laughs) And instead of proposing, he asked her to move in with him. Mm -hmm. He's so handsome, by the way. He is definitely handsome. Very good looking. Nice, easy on the eyes. That's not the way things happened. Not quite. Back then. Not quite. You didn't move in with somebody unless you had a ring on your finger. Right. And Whitley was insulted. And because of that, she broke up with him. She left him. Mm-hmm. 
She wanted to be treated better. That's right. And this was Whitley's fourth year of school. She was graduating and though the next step was engagement and marriage in her eyes, when he um, proposed moving in instead of an actual proposal, <laughs> she was very upset, insulted, and, and wanted to move on. And that was it for that. That was it. She was done like, huh? But then she in. stayed in school because, yeah. remember, she's a year older than Dwayne. Correct. So she stayed in school, and they, they wrote it off as saying that she was going to get the degree that she really wanted in mm -hmm. art history. Mm -hmm. I don't remember ever having a different degree other I than art history. So. It was always art history. It was always art history. Yeah, and she's trying to do the staying in school and still trying to get a job and yeah. all that type of stuff, and then now be with, you know, Julie. It was just a big old mess. So. But they started the show as a focus of Denise... And when Denise left the show after season one, they had to kind of scramble, scramble, to, yeah. yeah, to keep Whitley on the show because Whitley became the female star right. of Main, the show. Maintain that storyline, for sure. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the the show starts out. They're unpacking groceries in Jalisa and Whitley's apartment. It looks like they all just got home from work mm -hmm. or class or something. They're all pa unpacking groceries. Right. And they're listening to the answers of the messages on the answering machine, which is funny because mm -hmm. that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> you don't have like a public listening for, or it's not a conference call for your exactly. answer messages Those anymore. were the days, I tell you. Now it comes in your phone. You didn't even have to listen to it. It's true. It's uh, transcribed, so unless they say something that's completely obtuse, you just read it and, yep. and go on about your day. Dang, my how things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jaleesa's listening to a message from her boss, and her boss is saying that Duke Waverly um, is a new account. He's a sports fanatic. You have to stick to him like glue. She's, of course, going to be flying off to Aspen. Whitley's feeding Dwayne... <laughs> Food. He's feeding feeding her yogurt. Blah. Blah. I'm grossed out oh, by the gross. whole thing. Not to mention that it's yogurt, which I can't stand. So it's just it's supposed disgusting. to be good for you, but I just can't do it. I can't do it. It's a texture <laughs> thing, I think. And so Jalisa starts complaining about what a pain in the beep her boss is, which actually the answering machine does beep. And right. Suddenly, it's Julian. It's Julian, and everyone is kind of like, oh, uh oh. <laughs> and Dwayne's face looking at Whitley, Jaleesa's face looking at Whitley, and Whitley looking off like, uh, 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 I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Whitley, it's Julian. I'm in town staying at the Worthington 555-2000. It's been a long time. I want to see you. Please, give me a call. Julian. Wonder why he's calling me. <clears throat> and how did he get my number? Oh, probably off some wall in a bar. <laughs> now, the funny thing here is that in the message, Julian just says the, the hotel that he's staying at and the phone number. Very vague. And Whitley is still like lost and like <gasps> that he's on the voicemail <laughs> and and oh my god the whole world just heard this yes. she doesn't write that number down no but suddenly she seems to remember it which we'll find later but then she yells now how did he get that number <laughs> he's psychic he knows everything and Jaleesa stays off, says off a wall in a bar for a hard time called Willie Gilbert <laughs> and Dwayne's like don't I know it <laughs> And they both start laughing because they know that Whitley is just hard to deal with. Of course. She's so difficult. But she's lovable, though. 
So then she says, well, maybe I'll just hot foot it over to Julian's hotel where I'm appreciated, Miss Passive Aggressive. <laughs> and Dwayne says he must be waiting with open arms. And then she says, calling him a old dusty windbag. I tell you, another one-liner. This show has the best, best one-liners, one-liners yeah. <laughs> of any show during the 90s, I swear. And then she says he has ashy feet. <laughs> that is so worth Whitley, that was awful. Hilarious, but bad. But to awful. Say. But yes. it was awful, yeah. <laughs> and Dwayne's like, that's so cold. Is that when, how you're going to talk about me when I'm gone? <laughs> and of course, that I would never let my pookie go. Not my pookie. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I always wanted a nickname like that, like pookie. Oh like, yeah, it's, really? It, well, it's just you never told me that. Thirty years of friendship, I you never would have knew. called me Pookie. I would have called you Pookie for the past thirty years, <laughs> had I know. <laughs> so Dwayne leaves to go and pick up the video for tonight. So for those of you that are too young to remember, um, <laughs> we used to have to go and actually get videos. Movies. Yeah, they we didn't have cell phones. We could just download anything or watch Netflix or hit on demand. Yeah, you actually had to go, and that was a big. Friday night thing. Yeah. You you would hope that your movie would be there, especially if it was a new release. Oh, God. I didn't even think about that. And if yeah. it wasn't, you just would just... You would hope they had like 15 copies of the same movie <laughs> yeah. so that you would get what you wanted. Otherwise, it'd be an hour and a half in the store trying to pick something else that we could watch. Right. It was like this every weekend. It was crazy. Out of control. Well, the funny thing is that immediately when Dwayne leaves, Whitley runs over to the phone, picks it up, and immediately dials the hotel. From memory. From memory. From memory. She doesn't know that number. Doesn't know it. But she dials it nonetheless. She's psychic, I think. She is psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. I'm going to get the video, baby. Okay, honey. Okay, baby. Hurry back. Hurry back. Kissy, mushy, mushy. <laughs> yes, Julian Dice Room Place. Oh, who cares about that? That's the old windbag. I'm just being courteous. Whitley, your disinterest is overwhelming. Look, he's probably coming down here to get me back. Poor deluded thing. I gotta tell him I'm involved with somebody. What do you mean he's not there? Go get him! Now, they start to watch a movie is the next scene. They start to watch a movie, and, and Dwayne forces Willie to watch, holding her, <laughs> holding her eyes open. I've never been that type of person watching a scary movie. I want to see it. I, mean, I, I, want, I like scary movies. I don't know why. Why do you cover your face? You know the movies are scary. I don't get it. But anyway, so <laughs> she screams at the movie, and Jaleesa comes to the door. She flips the light on, and Willie screams, and everybody jumps. Everybody jumps. Everybody jumps. Because, of course, they're watching the movie in the dark, because you have to watch a scary movie in the dark. You should. Is there any other way to watch it? No. No. (laughs) Not at all. My husband would say don't watch it at all because he hates scary movies. But to me, yes, that's the perfect way to watch. And so Jaleesa comes in complaining about how her boss made her cancel her date to spend the night again with Duke Waverly, NBA Highlights, and Beer Nuts. (laughs) I'm really sorry, but I like Beer Nuts. You know what? I haven't had Beer Nuts in a while, Pookie. Aren't the... Maybe I should uh, try some beer nuts. Maybe there's like a new and improved version. But Aren't there the I, ones that have like the candy coating on them? I think so. But I, am I wrong? I think you're right. It's been a while. 
I mean, nuts and candy? <laughs> nuts and candy coating. It's a good mixture. I guess it's not a good night out, a Friday night out, but I don't know. Maybe I do hey, like that's what we did in the 90s, you know, watching scary movies and jumping and being afraid and eating beer nuts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Willie goes into high dramatics, of course, as only Willie can uh, do. She fakes, yawns, and stretches. Ah! <laughs> Saying how exhausted she is. Dwayne says he gets the hint and he'll see her tomorrow. They smooch, smooch, kissy, kissy, and then he leaves. And guess who gets right back on the phone? <laughs> to the number that she didn't write down that she knows from memory. But Dwayne forgot the videotape and walks back. Mm-hmm. So Whitley, of course, says, you know, stop calling here. How'd you get this number? Trying to play it off. Screaming, yelling, dramatic. Yeah, no one believes her. Yeah, poor Willie. Okay, I get the hint. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Bright and early. Bright and early. Bye, baby. Bye. Julia and Dave's room, please. Got the videotape. Tell Julian I said hello, okay? Now the next day at the pit, we all know the pit. We love and we love, we love it. The pit. It's like the favorite uh, little hangout spot. It's like the restaurant, the yeah, hangout, you, you study, the dance there. Talking about your girlfriend and boyfriend, you're, it's just like the place. Everything, to be. Everything, everything is the pit. Everything happens at the pit. So Willie is begging Kim and Freddie for five dollars each. She wants a manicure and a facial, five dollars a piece. Can you imagine that? Thirty years ago, that's all it took. It can't be five dollars. <laughs> Maybe it was just like the basic. She wanted anything extravagant. I don't know. Beats me. I wasn't getting manicures and pedicures and facials. I was not either. I have no frame of reference. Yeah, me neither. Uh, She wanted him to see how radiantly happy she is with Dwayne. Because Kim and Freddie are basically looking at her like she's ridiculous. And she is. And Whitley always was very well off. She always had a lot of money. So this has to be after the time that her parents cut her off. Daddy cut her off and she's learning to live with um, a budget. A budget. And like most people. Yeah. Not because she wealth. was a complete like trust fund baby. Like she whatever she wanted, she yeah. got. Yeah, so this is a whole new whole spin new on life for her. And it's, yeah. it's not going well. So she's and <laughs> everything in life was all about money and clothes yep. and furs vacations and vacation. Yeah, so yeah. Fancy stuff. Fancy. Big big difference. Mm-hmm. But now she tells the girls that he's taking her to Venezi, which ironically is the same restaurant that they broke up at. They must only have one restaurant on campus. Probably. And she says she cannot go looking like a day-old cannoli, which I understand that. No one wants to look like a day-old cannoli. And Kim's giving her a hard time. No, you just want to drive your ex-boyfriend crazy. And she's... Of course, says, no, I want to make it crystal clear. Clear as can be. He cannot come crawling back into my life. And Freddie said, well, for that, you need your cuticles pushed back. <laughs> and then Whitley's brain, she probably thinks so. Yeah. I of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so then Freddie, of course, asks her, well, does Dwayne know? Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. And she says, no. Now are you going to give me the money or do I have to growl? 
And of course they say grovel. grovel. Yes, it's grovel. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. Grovel, yeah. So they, she starts saying, oh, Freddie, your hair is so curly. I love it. Loading on the compliments. And then Jaleesa walks in in a hockey uniform with a helmet, <laughs> holding her eye, and says that she used her face to stop a puck, but Mr. Gaines runs over. With, with a raw, raw hamburger. <laughs> you know, Mr. Gaines, honestly, you guys, is one of our favorite, favorite characters. characters. He just comes out of left field with the best one-liners. The best. And he just, he's always kind of frowning, but he still makes you laugh all at the same time. And he's the character <laughs> on the campus that's, you know, he runs the pit. Mm-hmm. So he's somebody that people have worked for, mm-hmm. but he's also somebody that they look to for advice. Yeah, they always come to him with their problems. He will give you unsolicited advice. He will give you solicited advice. <laughs> right. But the one-liners that he has are... Extraordinary. Extraordinary. He Absolutely is, extraordinary. He's one of my favorites, and lots of laughs come from him. Well, Ron and Dwayne come in next, and uh, he addresses the group, lovely ladies. And Freddie kind of snaps at Ron, then says to Willie, Remember you told us to remind you to tell Dwayne something? <laughs> and her face gets kind of pursed, and thank you, Winifred. You know that she's upset when she uses her full name. Yeah, Winifred. <laughs> Winifred. <laughs> so she stands up and takes Dwayne off to the side. Oh, I did get in touch with Julian, and he just begged me to come to <laughs> dinner, but I'm not sure if I should go. And Dwayne says, oh, yeah, you, you should go. She says, oh, of course I should go. And he says, just call me afterwards. He has no concerns. He thinks it's like nonchalant, no big deal. But in Whitley's brain... This is everything. Well, and he wants Julian to see I what he's missing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This is mine now. Exactly. Yeah. So then she's like, "Hold on, I got to run off to a manicure. I got, you know, I got a manicure <laughs> in five minutes. I'm heading out." And so he said, pulls out his hand with a wad of money, and says, "Why don't you get those toes done too?" <laughs> While you're at it, get your mustache waxed. <laughs> No woman wants to be talked about in this way. No woman wants to hear from the guy she's dating to go get your mustache. My mustache or my beard, just leave me alone. But he just, (laughs) he said it. So what is she going to do? I don't know. And she just looks at him. She doesn't hesitate. She just takes the money out. (laughs) And runs. And she said, I'm going to need five more dollars for that. (laughs) And she takes the money. God, hilarious. And then Ron comes over and yells at him about the boomerang syndrome. First of all, he says, you just let little red Whitley Hood go out into the forest <laughs> right. without her mustache right. and talks about the boomerang syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you are unaware of the boomerang syndrome. Boomerang? Yes. You could toss something away, but sooner or later, it's going to come back to you. And when it does, it's going to smack you upside your head. Especially if it's wearing a cashmere coat and carrying a gold car. Now we cut to the restaurant and Julian's sitting at the table talking to the server. And Willie walks in and Julian is struck, you know, just kind of like, wow. And he gets up saying her name all sultry and sweet. And of course, Willie, she's sweet and quiet and says, oh, she looks fantastic. And she says, so do you. <laughs> and he kisses her on the cheek. And it's pretty friendly. They're they're yeah. a good relationship there. Mm-hmm. But let me just pause for one second. Uh-huh. Because Whitley walks in in a full length mink fur she coat. Does. Yeah. 
And if you pause the scene, there's another lady behind her in a full length fur. I don't know what animal it is, but it's a full length fur. Some animal. There's a lot of fur. There's a lot of fur. In this sitcom. I agree. There is. So was PETA not up in arms? I never heard any complaints from PETA at the time. No, I don't ever remember it being an no, issue. No. But there is a lot of fur. Maybe Whitley was off limits to PETA. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But no complaints, no protests, no. no anything. They got away with it. Yeah, I gave it a goog and I found out that PETA was founded in 1980. So you would think this would have been wow. something that they were... We're talking about. ...rallying around of get this lady off television with this full-length fur. fur. And not yeah. just her. There's another person in the restaurant. And then soon to be well, more. Well, maybe they didn't have enough people because that would have been half the shows of the 90s. I mean, there was furs popping up all over different types of Were there TV. really? Yeah. Remember the days back then, even when we did like Dynasty and all those Oh, yeah. Were, I mean, Peter was around then. Yeah. So, you know, they never really, maybe they just didn't hit the they, entertainment world. I was just saying, they couldn't regulate the yeah. entertainment world. <laughs> They'd be too busy. They'd have to hire more people. <laughs> all right. So, off the fur. But Julian is like, wow, you look so fantastic. And Whit- Whitley's like, you do. really do, too. <laughs> he says that he misses her. He thinks of her often. And so much has happened since they last saw each other. And she stresses, true, she stresses it's very true. Things are really different now. And he wants her to know how important she has always been to him. And he wanted to see her and not just write a letter because back then... You had to write a letter. You had to write a letter. <laughs> or send a smoke signal. I mean, we... If signal there, or bird. <laughs> there wasn't even like an option to like email somebody. No, you no. had to write a letter. You had to write a letter. And I remember, mm-hmm. pathetically, I wrote many writing letters. <laughs> I wrote many of them, sadly. <laughs> and the thing was, if it was like a hall letter, you folded it in a specific way and... Gave it to that person, and like yeah. the way you folded it meant, it meant something. something. Oh yeah, it was a sickness. Yeah, and then there's the anticipation of being the recipient of the letter and unfolding everything. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. The intricacy. But then, even <laughs> after, like in you know, in college, that like if if things happened, you literally had to write a letter and send it and hope uh-huh. that the person got it. Yep. And didn't think that you were a complete Looney Tunes. <laughs> right. Writing them this letter. Right. It's crazy. But, yeah. But when he said it, it was uh, it was factual. But she is thinking like, oh my God, what is he talking about? Because he's saying how much he she means and he misses her. Right, right, right. So she's like, oh, Julian, I'm so hungry. And she grabs the <laughs> menu because she wants to cut him off and not let him finish what he's he saying. Wants to say, uh-huh. And then he says, oh, you always did have a big appetite. And she's like, now you know I eat like a bird. Uh-huh. And he says, yes. You're a vulture. A vulture. <laughs> a vulture. <laughs> Poor Whitley. I mean, who says that to somebody? He does. A vulture. I think he's a little bit bitter, a little bit. No, maybe he was expecting to see somebody who wasn't doing so well. After she broke it off. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I remember the first date that I went to with my now husband. He had made a comment to his mom about how happy he was that I didn't have a salad. (laughs) I had something else. (laughs) So I guess maybe that's like you're just expected to have a salad. salad You don't want the guy to know how much you can really eat. Because she didn't. Mm -hmm. He's calling her a vulture. That's that's a little. That's a bit much. But you know. 
So it cuts to her ordering two desserts, <laughs> and Julian says, Willie, it's so expensive <laughs> to see you again. <laughs> and she brushes right by that comment and says, it's nice to see you too, Julian. He grabs her hands across the table, and he looks at her, and he says how he's never been happier in his life than and he is right now. She is losing it. And no girl wants to hear that. No. That's like, he first the vulture, and now, <laughs> now this. Yeah. So, and so she starts to get all sympathetic, she like, does. oh, I'm so sorry, mm -hmm. you poor silly man, you came here for me, and she says, I have to tell you I'm involved with somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very fond of you, but I have to tell you, I'm involved with someone, Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne Wayne? <laughs> You're involved with Dwayne Wayne? Yes, and we're very happy. That's great. It is? I mean, yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it, it's fate. I mean, you just can never tell what's going to happen. Like one day I was walking down Pennsylvania Avenue. Same route I walk every day, but on this day, I decided to go through the park because the cherry blossoms were in bloom. I'm walking past the Washington Monument, and suddenly I see it coming towards me, the woman that I know I'm going to marry. Uh, I lost you somewhere around the cherry blossoms. I met her that day. We've been together ever since, and, and now I'm engaged. In what? I'm getting married. Her, her name is Shelby, and... Double espresso, please, shot of Sambuca. So... He tells her that he's met Shelby, the love of his life, Shelby. And her response is, double espresso shot of Zambuca. <laughs> Which is pretty funny because there's not a lot of references to alcohol on this show. Right. She mixes it with coffee. Yeah. But most people probably would have ordered something. Straight. <laughs> yeah. Straight. But that's the Whitley way. Yes. That's the Whitley way. She has to do the double espresso because it doesn't seem like she's drinking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can hide it in the coffee cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then he looks at the door and he waves and stands up and he's saying, oh, I asked her to join us for dessert. And the look on Whitney's, Whitley's face when she turns around, the oh. horror on her face. <laughs> and guess what else we see? Another fur. Another fur. <laughs> she walks in in a different animal. I don't know what it is, yeah, but knows? a different animal, full-length full, full length fur. And this tall, like super, supermodel tall woman, she walks in. Like supermodel runway Naomi Campbell walking, <laughs> kissing Julian and speaking French-ish. <laughs> and then she looks down at Willie and says, oh, sorry, how rude. And without missing a beat, Willie says, very. But je comprendo. What is she, what is she talking about? What is je comprendo? That's she how like French and Spanish together. <laughs> and she looks the other way, satisfied and arms crossed. And she's shaking in her chair like, huh, I got her. Yeah, because she can speak the same language. Exactly. So although she made up her own language. So hilarious, Whitley. Julian does the formal introduction, yes. Whitley to Shelby. Mm -hmm. And 
Shelby lowers her voice like she's all talking like soft, like a sex worker. And <laughs> oh, Whitley, it's so nice to meet you. And it, it was really weird the way she was talking to her. But she gives her her hand, like for her to, like, enchanté, like yes, like kiss her ring. And yeah. so of course Whitley grabs her hand. Sticks the ring in her face and says, Nice to meet you too, Miss Shelby. Mm-hmm. I've heard so much about you, Shelby. Shelby, Shelby, Shelby. 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 Why is that a special? <laughs> she can't take it because that rock on her finger is more than what she bargained for. First more. of all, she didn't think Shelby was going to even be there. No. Now you met her. She also has a fur. She's tall. She's thin. She's Speaking French-ish, and now she has this rock. She needs that espresso bad. Bad. It's way late. Way late. She's about to bust. So they cut to back to the apartment where Jaleesa is laying on the couch and Dwayne is trying to pull her gym shoes off her feet. She's got like figure skates hanging around her neck. And she's complaining about how Duke Waverly thought she dated or skated like Debbie, Debbie Thomas. And this theme goes throughout the whole show with right. this Duke Waverly. This is that account that she's been stuck with all week. And she's sick of it. And I have to say, I had to pause it because Dwayne was wearing a Benetton sweatshirt. Do you remember Benetton? I do. It was so popular and uber expensive. So uber expensive. Yeah. But the whole thing was, it was all about unity Diversity. Yeah, it all was their ads United were all Colors. Multicultural. Of, yeah, Benetton. Uh-huh. So it was. Co- it was like the first thing that was like promoting diversity. Mm-hmm. Very uber expensive. Yeah, but I had to give that a goog to find out when that became popular, and that company was started in 1965. Really? So why did it take so long? Why did it take so long to get so many people of color to? Be on the ads and in the commercials. and Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't either. That's awesome. And I looked. You can still buy one of those original, like, rugby shirts where Benetton is across the chest. Yeah. For the low, low price of $300 on oh, eBay. Oh, low, low price. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. But it's funny. They're still in business. But I didn't know that. changed their focus to sustainability. But it was shocking. very funny to see that pop up in this episode where Dwayne was wearing a United Colors that is amazing. Yeah. How could he afford that? <laughs> yeah, on a college student <laughs> salary. Exactly. None of us were wearing that yeah, stuff. I'm not wearing that now. So no, <laughs> no. So as Dwayne is pulling the shoes off of Jaleesa's poor feet, Whitley walks in and basically says nothing. She walks right past the two of them. She takes her coat off. She goes to the fridge and Dwayne's like, hey, how'd it go? She's like, fine, everything was fine. I had the salmon. She grabs chicken wings. <laughs> chicken wings? Whitley eating chicken wings? She had the salmon. She grabs the chicken wings. He had the roast beef and the fiance. <laughs> and she bites into a chicken wing. <laughs> I mean, Whitley complained one time about eating eating avocado. Yeah. She's eating chicken wings. Yeah. She's lost it. This is stress eating. She can't. She can't handle it. She's eating her feelings. She is. She just didn't know it. God bless her. So Dwayne jumps at the news and he says, "Joey's getting married." And Jaleesa's like, "Wait, what? Who is he he marrying?" (laughs) Wait a minute. Julian's getting married. Who's he marrying? Some girl named Shelby. She's tall, pretty, beautiful, tall, and beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Julian's getting married. Isn't that beautiful? I'm sorry, but Julian's getting married. Really wonderful. And you should see the two of them together. He's working in the Foreign Service and they're going to be living in Paris. 
Together, they are so blissfully happy that you can't help but be happy for them. Just happy, 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 happy. Vicky, <laughs> you okay? I'm fine. Dwayne asks, you know, baby, you okay? <laughs> He's double-fisted with hot wings, and she says, I'm fine, with the flick of a chicken wing. Jaleesa then asks her about, Willie tells that she is a translator for the UN, and she used to be a runway model. Six feet tall. Yep. Wears a perfect size six. Of course she does. And speaks six languages. Isn't that fabulous? Six, six, six. Mm-hmm. Isn't that evil? <laughs> One of the greatest lines ever. What? Another one-liner. Awesome one-liner. Meanwhile, Dwayne is standing at the door. He's pissed. frustrated. He's pissed. He's so mad. And he's looking at Willie as, as she goes on about her ex. And she's obviously jealous about it. Oh, it, she is dripping with jealousy. He is dripping with rage. Yeah, he can't take it. And then she's like, oh, all this good news and good food made me sleepy. And then she's like, you have to excuse me, and basically drops the chicken wings and just walks away. She doesn't say anything else to him. She doesn't say goodnight. Uh-huh. She just walks away. She's out of there. So Dwayne goes across the hallway. To his apartment. To his apartment where Ron is there. And Ron questions, why, man, man, why are you all so early? And Dwayne kind of just snaps on him. And then Ron walks over, and he's looking at his head, and he's like, wait, wait, what's that? Oh, it looks like a boomerang mark on your forehead. <laughs> because the boomerang syndrome that uh-huh. he already told him about. Yep, Dwayne didn't want to believe it, but here here we are. Dwayne goes off on that whole boomerang comment, and he, just the situation in, in itself, and he says, oh, all she could do is talk about Julian, his future wife, his future home in Paris, but I don't care. Julian is back in town one day and she has champagne on the brain. And he's yelling about being in the wrong tax bracket. Yeah, not good enough. And he'll never be good enough. And Ron jokes, well, maybe in 20, 30, 50 (laughs) years you can afford her. You can afford her. (laughs) Dwayne goes off about that. He goes off about her values and her they're all screwed up. And if it wasn't for Julian, it would be someone just like him. And he feels, I don't need this and I don't need her. And his tantrum scares Ron, and he kind of slinks out a little bit. Yeah, which yeah. is weird because usually they'll bounce off each other, but he they realizes do. how pissed off Dwayne is. Yeah, so he's just going to give him his space. Probably the time to be making jokes either. But no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the next day, we find uh, at the pit, Willie's looking out the window, saying they've only known each other for six months. And now they're getting married. Another six. <laughs> Another six. <laughs> and now they're getting married. Hmm. She's yelling at Kim and Freddie. I'll bet he didn't give her a problem about being a bougie princess like he did me. And they're all like, uh, we You already know. told us. You, you already keep saying told this. us. You're it's repeating a, yourself. Yeah, like, what is going on that she just can't stop? She's got diarrhea of the mouth about She it. does. And did I tell you about the engagement ring? Yes. And everyone's like, yes, four carrots. Yes. And she's literally going to all of the tables in the pit and saying, did I tell you that I'm going to have a house in Paris? Paris? And, and, and everyone is repeating cares. everything back to her yeah. about a chateau once owned by Greta Garbo. Six languages. And she's literally clearing out the pit hand, <laughs> hand by hand because she just cannot stop. She's making people crazy. She's making people crazy. Yeah. And Mr. Gaines looks at Kim and Freddie and says, stop her. Right. Make I'm her losing customers. Shut up. <laughs> she's chasing away my business. 
So Kim and Freddie approach her very, very quietly, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, "Sister, listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're obsessed." And she's like, well, why do I have to sit back and watch this woman get the life I wanted, the life I could have had, the life that could have been and should have been mine? I'm happy for them. I thought I was over them. I don't know why I'm so upset and just cannot stop. And they're like, I think you need to talk to somebody about this, like a, a trained, trained professional. professional. Because we're pretty, we're pretty sick of hearing it. Yeah, we we can't deal with this anymore. Mr. Gaines is going to talk to you. <laughs> It's too much. We need to get over it. And we're not the ones anymore. So find someone new. So now we go into a scene that has become one of the most iconic scenes of A Different World. Classic. I will say that this has become, what's in this episode has become websites. It has become people's mantras. (laughs) It has become people's business model. Absolutely. It is. is It's everything. 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 So our our therapist, we meet, Whitley is laying on the couch, and the therapist walks in, and it's Debbie Allen. Of course. Our wonderful director. We love her. She has on a beautiful bob wig <laughs> that she shifts that she several shifts times. Uh-huh. And Whitley is going on, at age 11, I asked for a pony for my birthday, and I never got it. And at age 11 and a half, and the therapist, who's Debbie Allen, looks at her watch like, this is this is too much. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and she's like, darling, 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 how old are you now? 22. She says, let's <laughs> fast forward to the present. What is your problem today? <laughs> like she can't take it anymore. She cannot. She cannot take this anymore. So now she knows how everyone felt in the pit. Right. And, and even now a prey professional doesn't want to deal with her. So she's like way out of her league. Way. And I do find it pretty satisfying that they did talk her into going to a therapist because yeah, she needed that. Back in the day, though, that was like rare, very rare. Yeah, and there was a stigma attached to it. Where now everybody's doing therapy, mm-hmm. so this again opens a door to it's okay to do therapy to talk to someone. because Whitley is going to therapy, and it's not the first time. She goes back several times. Right, and it's now, a new way to communicate and to express your feelings and get all that out so that you don't hold all that in and, or drive everybody in your life or drive crazy. Batch crazy. Yes. <laughs> Well, Whitley is convinced that she doesn't have any problems. Of course. And Debbie Yellen stands up and yells at her that she doesn't have time for this. <laughs> She's got to go home because her in-laws are coming over for dinner. She hasn't even shopped. And Whitley starts yelling back at her because she needs her help. And they go back and forth in this whole thing. And <laughs> Debbie Allen says, how can I help you if you won't help me help you? And you do need help. <laughs> One of the best things that I think that she says in this whole segment was, pick up the needle off that broken record and sing a new song, honey. (laughs) You are in an advanced state of denial. No, I am not. It doesn't bother me in the least that my ex-boyfriend is marrying the perfect woman and they're going off to lead a perfectly lovely life and I'm hopelessly in love with a boy who can't even tell the difference between a salad fork and a pitchfork. All right, all right. I think we're starting to get somewhere. Come on now. Keep talking. So, you say you're in love with a loser? No, Dwayne isn't a loser. He's kind and, and generous. And he has a brilliant future ahead of him. And he loves you? Very much so. Well, then 
Then what are you wasting that time with your ex-boyfriend for? That is history. But they're living in Paris. <laughs> and you're living in a dream. Wake up! Come on, you just complained about, I don't have this, I don't have that. <laughs> Pick up the needle off that broken record and sing a new song, honey. Well, what am I supposed to do, doctor? <laughs> you gotta go find that ex-boyfriend of yours, look him in the eye, and close that chapter of your life. And then relax, relate, release. Relax, relate, relate. Yes, yes. And then go and find that Dwayne and rediscover what was so wonderful about him before it's too late. So after this, she tells Whitley to go back and rediscover what was so wonderful about Dwayne before it's too late. <laughs> she needs to get back to Dwayne. And so they do the whole relax, relate, release. Mm -hmm. They are convulsing all of their feelings yes. out. And Whitley moves on. She thanks the doctor. She leaves. She's going to go back and get... Dwayne back. But in the process, she's doing the whole body relax, relate, release. release. Relax, relate, release. Back and forth, all the way out the door. All the way out the on door. On her mission to go get her man back. And now <laughs> she has to first let Julian go. Because the only way that she can do this is release. Yeah. She has to release Julian. Mm -hmm. She's letting him go. Yeah. And she's... Re relax everything. Relate about what, what's happened, what's going on. It's done and over with. And release, and release. it. <laughs> and she's rehearsing this thing. I'm so glad you came by here tonight. <laughs> but Dwayne, I'm letting you go. Dwayne is so, like, not sure about what he's getting into. Before she comes over, he has no idea that she's been doing all this therapy and stuff. Yeah, they, have, they haven't talked because <laughs> they he, spoken. he left the other night. Yeah, he's still kind of upset about that. So Julian gets to the door. And she starts her little speech of, mm -hmm. you know, I'm so glad you came by here tonight. And then she panics and she starts to do the relax, relate, release, <laughs> where she's leaning forward and doing it. And Julian Full thinks... Full body jerking motion. Julian thinks she's convulsing or having a seizure. <laughs> and he starts grabbing her like, are you okay? Because she's doing this chicken-like thing of relax, relate, release. He doesn't know what Relax, to do. relate, release. And she calms down and she says... That she's letting him go. Mm -hmm. She's very happy for he and Shelby, and she's a little thin for her height, but she's <laughs> she's sure she'll gain thirty to fifty pounds. I mean, that's being nice of her. Yes, <laughs> and she's letting her go and him go, and they start to hug, and Dwayne walks in, and Dwayne is pissed, mm -hmm. and he starts to yell at Whitley, "You can do what you want." Julian, you can have her, and Julian stops him and says, Hey, Dwayne, good to see you. Mm -hmm. Got a little grip on you. You know, I just wanted to come by and thank you. Wish you both well. Mm -hmm. And then Whitley, like, does a complete 180. Yeah, because she, <laughs> she comes over to Dwayne, and she's, like, kind of hugging on him. And, and he's like, pissed. But she's like taking territorial claim yeah. of this Dwayne. is my man. This is my man. Back. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, he says, come visit us in Paris. And Whitley says, oh, it's too damp and rainy for us. But, you know, thank you for the invite. And then Julian leaves. And Dwayne like blows up at her. Yeah. Because he's been holding it in. And she put him through all this yeah, for no reason. Yeah. 
and she's yelling at Emma, I love you, I love you. And she says, I don't, I, I wanted those things, but I want them with you. I love you. I don't love Julian. Right. So the therapy worked. The therapy worked. She finally got to the idea, mm-hmm. but Dwayne is still pissed. He's still mad. And it's going to take a little bit because, you know, that he kind of went through a lot with her with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's not going to just snap back into the old self. No, because she wants him to do that. Yeah. That's what she thinks. She can act like a crazy person. And then she comes right back and acts like everything is normal. Right. So he leaves. He goes to his apartment and she follows him and she's on her hands and knees with her <laughs> arms around his legs, ruining her good stockings. Ruining my good stockings. And speaking of stockings, no one wears them No anymore. one wears stockings. It looks like your grandma. No one wears... I remember so many stockings I burned through. Yeah. <laughs> But now everyone just goes bare legged and it's so much better, thank God, because they were really miserable. Okay, it's only bare, better bare legged in LA. <laughs> uh, in Chicago, there are some times when you have to wear well, tights. Tight stockings. Yeah, this, that's true. We yeah. wear tight stockings, are not no, like. Tights I could get with because they have, you know, different textures and different designs. Designs, yeah. yeah but yeah. Yeah, but she's got on like the original, like. Inchworms. The control top. <laughs> well, thank God that that's mostly over. Thank God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't miss that at all. Not one bit. So while she's on the ground, Ron walks by and like just looks at Whitley like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, th- mm-hmm. this is normal. Yep. And then Jaleesa comes in in like a fishing outfit holding <laughs> a fish. And finally for Jaleesa, she says she landed a five pound trout. The Huggy for a pet food account and Duke Waverly Jr. And then she looks at just Whitley, what you doing on the floor? So it for it all came full circle for Jaleesa. All came full circle. She, she went through a lot. She went through a lot. She got that account. Yep. And she got the sun. Mm-hmm. So positives to her. Mm-hmm. But Whitley is still on the floor on her hands and knees. In those stockings. In those stockings. <laughs> begging Dwayne to take her back. For her man. Uh-huh. Begging for her man. Begging. But then Dwayne says, get off the floor. And he just needs, just give him some time. Stop being dramatic. But she questions how much time. Because <laughs> she wants. She wants. Know, demanding. Yes. She wants to she know. She wants to know. Exactly. Like, it has you, to be on her schedule. Do you need like three minutes and five seconds? Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you need? And uh, she says, uh, he says, as, as much as it takes. And he walks inside. And he hits Ron in the head <laughs> with the door. And Ron is like shocked. You canceled her contract? No. Nah. I'll take her back, Dwayne, Dwayne says. But after the game, and then he puts his feet up because he wants to see her grovel. He grovel. wants to see her she stress. Has to. And that's he's all just, they all want. That's all they want. This is his revenge after all she... Whitley has to grovel. Of course he's going to take her back, but now I'm going to watch the game first. <laughs> yep. I absolutely am in love with this episode. I love this episode. The, the whole thing about therapy and talking about your feelings and relationships and when things don't work out the way you want and learning to accept you're in some in a relationship with someone new and you can still have those good things and it's not the end of the world. Yeah, and you look and look back on the good things of a relationship but move on. Move forward. And she you know, she broke up with Julian. Yeah. She's the one that left him. She did. So she shouldn't have any thoughts about it, but sometimes people do. But then the fear of actually losing Dwayne was too much. Was too much. Way too much. And she realized that Dwayne is the one that she loves, and mm-hmm. she wanted to stay with him. Mm-hmm. The comedy in this episode, though. Hilarious. I mean, we all knew that Debbie Allen was a fantastic dancer, oh, yeah. actress, director, but 
the comedy that she brings to this episode. Well, she got me when she twisted the wig around. The twisting <laughs> of the wig. <laughs> I was done after that. Just the hilarity of it was just too much. Yes. It was great. I love this episode. So it's much. amazing. One of my favorite ones. So we hope that you watch A Different World as well. Yes. If you're looking for where to find it, you can find it on Amazon Prime. Um, and I think they're also playing episodes on uh, TV One. If you have TV One with your cable subscription. But A Different World is definitely a, a show. I think you can catch some clips on YouTube as well. Probably so. Yeah. Where are you watching clips. it? I'm watching it on Amazon and a few clips every now and then on YouTube. Which is great. It's fantastic. Thank you for joining us on this journey for this episode. Thank you, everyone. If you like this episode, please share the information. Um, you can find us on all uh, platforms for podcasts iTunes, Spotify. We have a Spreaker site. Yes. So any place that you find your podcast is where you'll find us. And please tune in and join us and like us and share it with your friends. And rate and review. It makes it easier for other people to find our podcast. If you actually leave a five-star rating, it brings us to the top of the page for comedy TV reviews. Absolutely. You can also find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Podcast Back in the Day. You'll see our crazy fun logo. <laughs> yep. Please leave us a comment. Like, share that information as well. And if you have suggestions or episodes that you would like us to cover, you can email us at backinthedaypod at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us. Until next time. Back in the day. Back in the day. Bye-bye.